never going to sleep tonight. That's the way that's going to go. You just can't handle things, can you? I didn't do it. You're trying to push my thing back on the guy. He breaks everything. He touches. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Literally Literary. With us, as always, is Mr. Sharfaw. I am Joey Bonnier, and here he is. He doesn't want anyone mandating his frying, Sean O'Brien. Hmm. See what um, I did there? It's closer. Yeah, it was. Uh, fry in is a good yeah. thing. Because you were talking about mandating your fry choice. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I I just don't. You know, frying isn't a thing. Frying. Frying is a word, but mm. the way you said it was not. Yeah, the context. The utilization didn't hold of up. the rhyme didn't work. Yeah. Try again. Yeah, I disagree. Mm. <laughs> and that. Okay. Read to me. Shows long enough. <laughs> it's not gonna make it shorter by not playing the song. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the show, the show lasts reading. until you know. I don't have until to. Until food shows up. Yeah. How you doing, Fah? I'm really hoping food shows up fast. Hey, clink my glass with your glass. Why? I don't know. It'd be fun. Foley. That was, that was really loud. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Joey right Boner, give me a. That, that doesn't work. That was nowhere His near was as loud. styrophoam, but I had to give him a cheers because <laughs> it sounded it was really, like styrofoam. By the way, you're supposed to make eye contact when you cheers. Do I don't make eye know? contact for anything. What's the deal? Fuck eye contact. Seven years of the loserdom? No, I, I, it's, I, it's, so the whole toast, obviously, is you know to, to, to show the fact that you're not poisoning one another. Ah. That's the whole idea of toasting. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. But what like if the I poison's put, on the brim of yeah. my glass? Uh, it's like the, the the spillage into the other thing. It's like oh, a, you're supposed to cheers that hard. Thing. No, but that's the that's the principle. It's like a it's just a, a a gesture of good faith. It's not an actual test. It wouldn't make sense if you think you're gonna poison me or poison <laughs> I, you. I, I'm down with slamming my gullet in this or go, it's goblet. Your gullet. Yeah, <laughs> your, your, your goblet full of mulled wine. Into, <laughs> exactly. Into the king of the next. Wine's thing. disgusting. Maybe mead. Sean, so so <laughs> if you had a castle, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're would I don't. Okay, in in the castle that you, you allegedly castle, own. Sir. <laughs> um, do do you have a moat? Oh fuck, you better believe it. Okay, you got a wall. Um, that's, well, it's in that's the castle. Kind of the, yeah, that's, that's implied it's in the castle. In, it's built in. It's all walls. Correct. Sir. I don't know. I so I started this. I started this line of questioning without really knowing <laughs> what a castle what, was. What the questions were. <laughs> so I'm just gonna move on. Right on. Uh, you don't want to know more about my castle, Joey. What is the name of your castle? Oh, Grayskull. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Don Manor. Jesus Christ. That's worst. <laughs> Don God, that's awful. Sean, what's the name of your castle? Lunacy. Same as my boat. That's good. Yep. Damn, that's good. It's <laughs> not good. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's like the C word. Cunt? <laughs> yes, all of that. <laughs> anyway, I have books. Arrested Development. Which so, I have... Um, Sean has a case of... I have Oliver Twist by... Without the twist? Just Oliver? By Charles Dickens. Um, More, please. I have the Norton Anthology of Modern Poetry. Hey, Norton. I have Dubliners by James Joyce. Oh, my God. Is this the reject hour again? I have The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Man, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I have The Wrestler's Cruel Study by Stephen Dubbins. Fuck Wait, this that... is a replay. Yeah, dude. It's not. Everybody fucking chill out. Is this a glitch in the Matrix? No, What's I'm always. Re- it's not a replay. I'm bringing the books that I would want to read, and I'm sure. bringing the books that we haven't read you're, you're yet. You're foisting them upon us you unwillingly. I have Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas by Hunter S. We've S. done that. No, we haven't. I read the first line, and then I got a knock on the door. Okay. I have 
One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest oh. by Ken Kesey. If you had, I, you know what? I don't, I'm not going to put it over there. You guys are going to think I mean something. Uh, if you listen <laughs> no, to, we weren't. If you listen to Paul Tinkering, if you listen to Paul Tinkering like three weeks ago, um, you'll see why that's relevant. I have Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I have The World According to Garp by John Irving. I have uh, Less Than Zero by Brett Easton Ellis. I have White Noise by Don DeLillo. I have The Sun Also Rises by Ernest Hemingway. I stopped paying attention because I just got a message on my phone. Oh, no. What? God Hi. damn it. The restaurant is very busy oh. and needs more time for your order. Your food should arrive by 12.01 a.m., which is Whoa. <laughs> like an hour and a half from now. <laughs> Fuck that. Do this Queens. might be a really long show. <laughs> Pause this. Let's get Queens. <laughs> okay. Wait, isn't that where we ordered from? No, no. We, we got the, my plate. I fucked this up. Pause it. Okay. I mean, yeah. anyway, and we're back. Um, so sorry about that, guys. Uh, I have books. The books have been presented to you. Mm-hmm. They're in front of you. We now have pizza on our way from a different place, which it will not be confused about the sauce. Yeah. Um, I have scotch too, by the way. I wish I, I, I need to bring whiskey here, Sean. Um, every time I never have time. It was traffic was so fucked today. I was mad. There's whiskey here. You don't like my whiskey? I don't think there's whiskey here. Really? Not it? Irish whiskey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fancy lad over there. It's lifting not fancy. Your it's, at me. It's, believe it or not, it's the exact opposite. And fuck you, kilts are Scottish. <laughs> I, I, I would have no idea what would Irish be. Um, the only book I've read. Oh, fuck. Hang on. Oh, well, I, okay. I know what that is. I don't know if Joey knows what that is. The only book does. Sean has read yeah. in his list? Yeah. I assume it's the Great Gatsby. In- what? Very incorrect. Fuck? That is more incorrect what? than you've ever what? been, and you've said a lot of dumb shit. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Tune into all of our other shows. <laughs> Politicking, <laughs> going down on South Park. You can also follow Joey at uh, at J O E B O N I E R. We were going to take us down. You can follow. Yeah, you exactly. guys are just assholes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just the case. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Why? Um, I don't really know. What, you can also follow what, what Sean have you read? Oliver Twist. I don't know. No, you fucking idiot! No, I'm kidding. You're time. so dumb. What did you read? Fucking fear and loathing. You should know fear and loathing. Uh, yeah. You don't pay. You don't pay attention to Sean. Yeah, you don't. Why would me. I care? <laughs> no one should. <laughs> what? What's your choice, Brad? Uh, I actually want to read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. I won't. Uh, I won't veto that. I never read it. Might uh, veto Corleone it, but uh, you know. Okay. Um, I'm down with either. I, I don't know what to do. You guys, I'll, I'll take all the other books off the table. Let's go with Cuckoo. All right, done. Problem solved. <clears throat> so, ironically enough, we were talking about mental health all day. So this is very fitting. I don't know how ironic, as much as coincidental, or um, uh, actually at this point forced, considering. What is, this, what is this, literally literary? Yeah. Jesus Christ, you and your fucking words. If you love the words so much, why don't you marry him? Why don't Jesus. we go over to politinkering and discuss what meaning means? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, another Wheeler side note. The <laughs> fuck was that? He's like, words have meaning, Sean. No. <laughs> and you're like, well, no, they don't. There's a, there's a, there's a commercial on CNN right now where Uh-oh. there's like a, there's an apple just sort of rotating. Uh-huh. And they're like, this is an apple. Some people will try to tell you that this is a banana. We they just might had put, this conversation. They about might truth. put bananas in all quotes. They might say banana, 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 but it's not. This is an apple. And I was like, well, 
No, over time, if they if yeah. everybody continues to call this banana, that exactly. is a banana. I'm yep. sorry, like I don't I don't know what to tell you. I what? understand it's not the I it's not the 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 ontos of a banana, but yeah, it could be a banana. If Words we can, mean what yeah, they, like, we say, and we agree that they mean one hundred percent. You guys sorry. make me sick. <laughs> You think words have inherent meaning? I think you guys both did the most, the most Sean O'Brien and Sean Fall things right there, and it was weird. <laughs> and somehow they were the same. Have you gentlemen seen the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's We watched each other a year ago. Nope. You haven't seen the movie? Nope. Oh, wow. Well. Really? This is, That's a, weird. this is bad. This is not going to be good. Yeah. This is a bad thing to do. Why? Mm. Well, we won't get that far. Do you know anything about the book, Sean Fall? Um... I know it was based on a movie. It's <laughs> good. That's cute. That's very good. Um, it's obviously the opposite. <laughs> Movies always come first. So the um, the the Milos Forman film, uh, Academy Award winning, by the way, Best Picture, mm. is great. It's a fantastic film. Um, it's told from the perspective, of course, of Jack Nicholson's character. Um, Whose name eludes me at this point? Come to think of it, shit. What was his name? Um, Mister Mister No Giddis Chinatown. I uh, don't look it up and don't say anything yet. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look it up. I, well, okay, <laughs> yeah. you can look it up. We won't know if you're right. Don't say it yet. Um, Mister Mc 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 McMurphy 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 hmm. McMurphy sounds right. Um, Ish. It's told from it's told from McMurphy's perspective. Um, the book. Is told from the chief's perspectives. Oh shit! I did not realize that. Yeah, and it is very intense. That's... The book is fucking crazy. What? And really wild. That sounds way better than the movie. It kind of is. To what? be totally honest, this with is you, like it the is. first time I've ever had that sentence said about a book. But well, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that so to clarify, it's I would go so far as to say it's not that it's better. It's that both the book and the movie are equally amazing in their own rights mm. as their own thing. Like a um, uh, shinning? No, because I don't know how good the book the shinning, the shinning <laughs> good <point>. is. <laughs> good point. But it's probably rambly. And yeah, there are very <laughs> few things that I can think of that are like in their own right, just as good. Um, mm-hmm. Fear and loathing? No, fear and loathing. Wait, is which good... one's better for you? What? What do you mean, fear, fear and loathing? No, I'm not saying that it's that one is better than the other. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that like I th- I think they're equally good, but I don't think they're equally good in their own right. I think mm-hmm. the movie is a just is yeah a, is a very accurate representation of the books. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I feel like I have one or two other ones in my mind, but I just the can't client right now. Starship Troopers. Sure. Yeah. Those are the ones I'm yeah. thinking of. Starship Troopers. I don't me. think was accurate. I don't really know about books, but I as far as I, I haven't read Starship. Um, I heard it was. I don't know. Oh, okay. Would you like to know more? Let's go into it. No, I would not. God damn. It'll make me read it. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest by Ken Kesey. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of background on this episode, by the way. Or this, um, Was this that book? electric Kool-Aid acid, acid test? I'm sorry? Was Ken Kesey? I, I don't think that's no, where you're I think you're it's on. a Tom something. Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't remember. I don't know, but I don't think so. I don't um, What else is... He did, however... No, kind of nothing. Okay. He, he did spend um, months working in, in a sane asylum. Mm. And and went through like electroshock therapy and did a lot of research for this book. Um, I feel like that's a name I know for another reason. It came out in the sixties, I want to say, right? Nineteen mm. um, sixty. I love him just saying sixty. Watch me like fifty something. I can tell you <laughs> sixty-two. You can tell me. Yeah. Do you have up. some background? Do you want to tell us some background on it, or do you? Want I, to I just literally here? looked at the Wikipedia. I don't have background. I can you read go, the girl. Wikipedia. That's all. Yeah. It's go better it. than I got. Or do you guys want to just jump into it? It's jumping. Okay. 
Uh, it starts with an inscription. To Vic Lovell, who told me dragons did not exist, then led me to their lairs. And it says, one flew east, one flew west, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> Children's folk rhyme. My mouth is decidedly dry immediately. It flew west? I'm fucked. Hang on. Let me take a sip of water. <laughs> I, I was going to take a sip of scotch, but drop it there. I don't think that's how you cure dehydration. It's probably, a, a, you know, a bad idea. No, I'm Irish. Trust me. It does. <laughs> it just makes you forget. <laughs> <clears throat> Part one. <sighs> oh, fuck. What? They're out there. Oh. Black boys in white suits up before me to commit sex acts in the hall and get it mopped up before I can catch them. They're mopping when I come out the dorm, all three of them sulky and hating everything. The time of day, the place they're at here, the people they got to work around. When they hate like this, better if they don't see me. I creep along the wall, quiet as dust in my canvas boots and canvas shoes. But they got special sensitive equipment that detects my fear, and they'll all look up, all three at once, eyes glittering out of the back, the black faces like the hard glitter of radio tubes out of the back of an old radio. Here's the chief, the super chief, fellas. Old chief broom. Here you go, chief broom. Stick a mop in my hand and motion to the spot they aim for me to clean today, and I go. One swats the back of my legs with a broom handle to hurry my pa- hurry my past. Hurry me past. Sure oh, you timbers? look at him, Shaggit! Big enough to eat apples off and head and... Oh, sorry. Was that a name? Big enough to eat apples off my head and he mind me like a baby. What is what a name? I'm sorry. Shaggit? Shaggit? Is that a name or a... No. N- no. I don't even think I said shag it. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, look at him shag it. Like the broom, I think. Like oh, shag. look at him go shag that yeah, broom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he fucked it. <laughs> they laugh, and I hear them mumbling behind me, heads close together, hum of black machinery, humming hate and death and other hospital secrets. Why does it matter what color it is? They don't bother not talking out loud about their hate secrets when I'm nearby, because I think they think I'm deaf and dumb. Everybody thinks so. I'm cagey enough to fool them that much. If my being half Indian ever helped me in any way in this dirty life, it helps me being cagey. Helped me all these years. I'm mopping near the ward door when a key hits it from the other side, and I know it's the big nurse. By the way, the lockworks cleave to the key, soft and swift and familiar. She's been around those locks so long. She slides through the door with a gust of cold. And locks the door behind her, and I see her fingers trail across the polished steel, tip of each finger, the same color of her, as her lips, funny orange, like the tip of soldering iron. So oh, sorry, so, yeah, soldering, soldering iron. iron. I know. There's a. I make the mistake all the time. Okay, I ain't gonna fault you. <laughs> color so hot or cold, if she ch- touches you with it, you can't tell which. She's carrying her woven wicker bag, like the ones the um. The Umpqua tribe sells out along the hot August highway. A bag-shaped toolbox with a hemp handle. She's had it all the years I've been here. It's a loose weave and I can see inside it. There's no compact or lipstick or woman stuff. She's got the bag full of a thousand parts parts she aims to use in her duties today. Wheels and gears. Cogs polished to a hard glitter. 
tiny pills that gleam like porcelain, needles, forceps, watchmaker's pliers, rolls of copper wire. She dips and nod at me as she goes past. I left the I let the mop push me back to the wall and smile and try to foul her equipment as much up as possible by not letting her see my eyes. They can't tell so much about you if you got your eyes closed. <laughs> in my dark, I hear her rubber heels hit the tile and the stuff in her wicker bag clash with the jar of her walking as she passes me in the hall. She walks stiff. When I open my eyes, she's down the hall about to turn to the glass nurse's station where she'll spend the day sitting at her desk and looking out her window and making notes on what goes out in front of her in the day room during the eight, next eight hours. If he's a nut job, are we to assume that he's an unreliable narrator? You'll find out. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. Her face, her face looks pleased and peaceful with the thought. Then she cites those black boys. They're still down there together, mumbling to one another. They didn't hear her come to the ward. They sense she's glaring down at them now, but it's too late. They should have known. They should have knew better to group up and mumble together when she was due in the ward. Their faces bob apart, confused. She goes to a couch and advances on where they've trapped in a huddle at the end of the corridor. She knows what they've been saying, and I can see she is furious, clean out of control. She's going to tear the black bastard's limb from limb. She's so furious. She's swelling up, swells till her back's splitting out of the white uniform. She let her arms section out long enough to wrap around the three of them. Five, six times, she looks around with a swivel of her huge head. Nobody up to see, just old Broom Bronden, the half-breed Indian back there hiding behind the mop and can't talk to call for help. So she really lets herself go. And her painted smile twists, stretches to an open snarl, and she blows up bigger and bigger. Big as a tractor. So big I can smell the machinery inside the way you smell a motor pulling too big a load. I hold my breath and figure, my God, this time they're going to do it. This time they're going to let the hate build up too high and overload, and they're going to tear one another to pieces before they realize what they're doing. But just as she starts cooking... Or just as she starts crooking those sectioned arms around the black boys and they go ripping at her underside with the mop handles, all the patients start coming out of the dorms to check on what the hullabaloo and she has to change back before she's caught in the shape of her hideous real self. By the time the patients get their eyes rubbed to where they can halfway see what the racket's about, all they see is the head nurse, smiling and calm and cold as usual telling the black boys they'd best not stand in a group gossiping when it is Monday morning and there is such a lot to get done on the first morning of the week. Mean old Monday morning, you know, boys. Yes, Miss Ratched. And we have quite a number of appointments this morning, so perhaps if you're standing here in a group talking, it's too urgent. Yes, Miss Ratched. So, Yes. We can assume he's an unreliable narrator to answer your question. Okay. <laughs> I always thought it was ratchet. It is. But there's a D on it here. Ratchet. Well, then it's not. I was just laughing because after all of our food shenanigans, I just got another text saying that the food will be here at 12.03. No, it's not. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Really? Yep. What the fuck is with this fucking place? What time is it? It's uh, 11.04 right now. 
So in an hour? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's two minutes after the first one. No, that no, we I canceled. get the joke. Yeah. I'm confused That's as to why joke. it's going to take a million years for them to make because a very I live in a thing. shitty neighborhood, and there's like two places that deliver. Well, friends, we're going to read a bunch of of whatever I'm reading. We right can always now. just stop and play South Park. No, we'll we'll read. We can always just stop and play South Park. <laughs> we we can <laughs> we can also do half of this and then do another episode because we need to bank one anyway. Jesus Christ! Oh, just, just fucking do your thing. Yeah. Lay it down. She stops and nods as some of the patients <laughs> come to stand around and stare out of her eyes and all red and puffy with sleep. She nods once to each. Precise, automatic gesture. Her face is smooth, calculated, and precision make, like an expensive baby doll. Skin like flesh-colored enamel. Blend of white and cream and baby blue eyes. Small nose, small pink, or sorry, pink little nostrils. Everything working together except the color on her lips and fingernails and the size of her bosom. A mistake that was made somehow in manufacturing, putting those big womanly breasts on what would have otherwise been a perfect work. And you can see how bitter she is about it. That's a weird little thing. Hmm. I don't know what to make of that little Where's your confusion, sir? Maybe I can straighten you out. He is the boob master. Mm -hmm. I know a lot about him. You're a boob guy? I've seen a lot. You're a boob guy. <laughs> Who isn't? Like <laughs> As ass men are boob. Uh, ass men are not boob guys. Really? Yeah. Uh, by definition. He has trouble seeing other people's point of view. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> what, what is this uh, ass man you speak of? The men are still standing and waiting to see what she was on to the black boys about. So she remembers seeing them and says, and since it is Monday, boys, why don't we get a good head start on the week by shaving poor Mrs. Bromden first this morning before the after breakfast rush in the shaving room? And see if we can't avoid some of the uh, disturbance he tends to cause, don't you think? I say Mrs. Uh, Mr. Bromden, sorry. Before anybody can turn to look for me, I duck back into the mop closet, jerk the door shut, dark after me, hold my breath. Shaving before you get breakfast is the worst time. When you got something under your belt, you're stronger and more wide awake, and the bastards who work for the Combine aren't so apt to slip one of their machines in on you place you in an electric shaver. But when you shave before breakfast, like she has me do some mornings, 6.30 in the morning in a room, all white walls and What's white What's the bases. combine? I, I take it it's not the uh, harvesting machine? I don't know. It's capitalized, though. Uh, more wide awake and the bastards who work for the combine. I imagine it's just the combine is the, this building. Mm, like the commune? The, the general, yeah, like the, the, the hospital itself. Gotcha. Um, the communist bindings. Right. Six thirty in a room all white and walls and white basins and long tube lights in the ceilings, making sure they aren't any there aren't any shadows, and faces all around you, trapped screaming behind the mirrors. Then what chance you got against one of their machines? I hide the mop clo- I hide in the mop closet and listen, my heart beating in the dark, and I try to keep from getting scared. Try to get my thoughts off someplace else. Try to think back and remember things about the village and the big Columbia River. Think about, ah, uh, one time Papa and me were hunting birds in a stand of cedar trees near the Dallas. But like always, when I try to place my thoughts in the past and hide there, the fear close at hand seeps in through the memory. I can feel that least, uh, so I can feel that least black boy out there coming up in the hall, smelling out for my fear. He opens out his nostrils like black funnels out his sized head. 
bobbing this way and that as he sniffs. And he sucks in fear from all around the ward. He's, he's smelling me. You can hear him snort. He don't know where I'm hid. But he's smelling. And he's hunting around. I try to keep still. Papa tells me to keep still. Tells me that the dog senses the bird somewhere right close. We borrowed a pointer dog from the man in Dallas. All the village dogs are no-count mongrels. Papa says... Who borrows a dog? Eaters in no class at all. This here dog, he's got instinct. But I don't say anything. But I already see the bird up in the scrub cedar hunched in a green oh, knot of feathers. Sense. Feathers. Dog running in circles underneath. <laughs> Too much smell around him to point for sure. Bird's safe as long as he keeps still. He's holding up pretty good, but the dog keeps sniffing and circling. The pine is louder than you whispering. Then the bird breaks feathers spring. You know, I'm also worried, by the way. Sometimes it like shuts off and I'm too quiet. I yeah. forgot about the limiter. <laughs> well, you Gate. know. It depends on how lazy I am when I put this out. <laughs> don't be lazy when you put this out. Fuck, I gotta listen to this whole thing again? Just don't do it. <laughs> Just out of season. The bird shot from Papa's gun! Jesus oh, Christ. No. That doesn't help. It was, I was leading up to it, but then we started talking. Yeah. yeah, it'll make you listen back. The least black boy come. The least black boy and one of the bigger ones catch me before I get ten steps out of the mop closet and drag me back into the shaving room. I don't fight or make any noise. If you yell, it's just tougher on you. I hold back the yelling. I hold back till they get to my temples. I'm not sure it's one of those substitute machines and not a shaver till it gets to my temples. Then I can't hold back. It's not a willpower thing anymore. Than any more when then when they get to my temples, it's a button pushed says air raid air raid turns me on so loud it's like no sound everybody yelling at my hands over their ears from behind a glass wall faces working around in talk circles but no sound from the mouths my sound soaks up all around they start the fog machines again and it's snowing down cold and the white all over the all over me like skim milk so thick i can't even be able to hide in it if they don't didn't have a hold on me i can't see six inches in front of me through the fog, and the only thing I can hear over the wail I'm making is the big nurse whoop and charge up the hall while she crashes patients out of her way with her big wicker bag. I hear her coming, but I still can't hush my hollering. I holler till she gets there. They hold me down while she jams wicker bag and all into my mouth and shoves it down like with a mop handle. A blue tick hound bays out in the fog, running scared and lost because he can't see. No tracks on the ground, but the ones he's making, and he sniffs in every direction with his cold, red rubber nose and picks up no scent, but his own fear, fear burning down like steam. It's going to burn me. <clears throat> it's going to burn me that way. Finally telling about all this, about the hospital and her and the guys, and about McMurphy. I've been silent so long now, it's going to roar out of me like floodwaters and you think the guy telling this is ranting and raving, my God. You think this is too horrible to have really happened. This is too awful to be true. But please, it's still hard for me to have a clear mind thinking on it. But it's the truth, even if it didn't happen. Thank you for listening to another episode of Literally Literary. Remember to follow us at Paul Tinkering on the Twitters there. You can also check out all of our other shows, Wild Wild West World, 
uh, uh, pile uh, tinkering and going down on South Park. Thanks for calling. <clears throat> Follow Joey at, uh, at <laughs> edu. Follow Sean at text. And uh, you can also <laughs> donate to our PayPal page. <laughs> uh, give us a rating on iTunes. Write a review. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. And as Ani DeFranco likes to say, I am 32 flavors and I love your faces. You make no sense. No, man. it sucks. Just random so jibber jabber. What do you guys think? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I, I can keep reading if you like. No. Nah.